Artlist.io Music licensing reimagined. Yeah, well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode three of Short, Fat, and Bald, the podcast by Armchair Quarterbacks for Armchair Quarterbacks. Once again, I am Travis, one of three hosts who will be navigating you through sports debate for the next couple of hours. Um, as usual, we also have Nico. The short one. And James. The bald one. Uh, today we're going to talk. I'm so defeated. Yeah, he does. <laughs> today we're going to talk college football and discuss conference realignment. We're going to talk baseball with the Shohei Otani injury and just how bad are the Yankees. All that and most definitely a lot more off-topic bullshit on this week's Short, Fat, and Bald. Okay, well, Barbie aside, we're going to talk college football, which I know, Nico, you're like, I don't know shit about college football, but like, we're recording, for the first time, we're recording from Discord, so you, like, you can pull up an article, that'd be cool, right? Like, you could, like... I'm, I'm, I'm on uh, ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> See, it changes the whole game, changes the whole game. It really does. Um, real quick, while we're here, can we, just real quick, in this month in sports history, talk about how Team Bulgaria beat or lost to Ireland in the Quidditch World Cup Finals? That was like two yeah. days ago. Yeah, it was. He said this this week. This month. This month. Oh, it was this month for ESPN. Collectively. Yeah, they collectively talked about Victor. They talked about Victor Crum. Yeah, Victor yes. Crum. He's made, Bulgarian. Made the catch. That's about all I got. Yeah, he made the catch despite the fact that they were going to lose. Who was it? Who was it in the? Was it? One of the twins that predicted that exact outcome. He was like, "Ireland's gonna win, but Crumb's gonna catch it." I thought so. I thought one of them did. I don't know. I could probably look it up. I mean, I have a fucking Harry Potter tattoo. I don't know, but anyways. Um. Okay, so we're gonna start out with a really easy portion of discussion, and that is the preseason top twenty-five. And I'm basically just gonna go through it, and you guys are gonna tell me whether you'd think that's true, false, and whether you think they're going to finish out the season that well or if you think they're kind of overrated. So uh, we're going to kick it off. Obviously, I'm pretty sure you guys can predict your number one, as they'll be telling you, right? Georgia? Yes. Bama? It is Georgia. Uh, Georgia. I don't know. Bama's I know like there's, a, there's a clear clear Georgia or uh, Bama bias when it comes to these rankings, so I just kind of... That's fair. I, I, I will. Number one. I will say that out of the sixty-three votes that get that come out for the AP top twenty-five, sixty of them went to Georgia. Two of them went to the number two team, and one of them went to the number three team. No votes went to Alabama. Which spoiler number four? Um, okay, so we're all pretty set. Georgia's probably going to be number one and remain number one unless they lose something crazy, right? Right. Let's check out. Yeah. 
their schedule real quick like it's not it's not hard at all no the sec what about the the sec is wild like that like they they like their first their first game on this this uh this upcoming saturday is against tennessee martin who exactly which if you if you take away the martin (laughs) sounds like a good matchup but then they're like oh yeah no it's this little community college right next door to the big college it's like okay that makes sense right so their first two their out of their first four weeks um week one is tennessee martin week two is ball state week three is an sec matchup with south carolina then week four is uab thrilling do they play any ranked teams? Until, they like, do not. The... They do not play a ranked team until one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Week ten, they play number twenty-two Ole Miss, and then week eleven, they play number twelve Tennessee, and then they finish out the season with Georgia Tech. So they're they're only playing two ranked opponents the whole season. That's is talking in the background. TV. Oh. No, that would be my computer. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> Apparently, there was an ad that was coming up that just decided it was going to play without. It's okay. Episode three, baby. We're we're, we're not perfect. <laughs> it's still better than last episode. It was still better than our outside recordings. I have to admit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so they're only playing two ranked opponents throughout their entire season. I mean, assuming that the rest of the SEC remains un- unranked. I mean, their SEC matchups are South Carolina, Auburn, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Florida, Missouri, Tennessee, Mississippi, and that's it. That's a Solid. joke. It's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Okay, so Georgia remains number one. Number two, can you guys, can you, can any of you guess who number two is? I'm looking at the rankings, so this isn't fair. Oh, okay. James, can you guess? Um, number two, I'm going to guess, I'd say it's either, you said Bama's four, so it's probably Michigan, and then shortly followed by Ohio State. That is correct. One, two, Two, three, four. That is exactly correct. That's correct, yep. I mean, let's be honest here. I think think Michigan and Ohio State both find a way in. I think it's going to take an undefeated season. Plus, I mean, who is Alabama play? Alabama? Mm. Um, I pulled up Michigan. I, I got it. You got it? Yeah. Um, Middle Tennessee State, Texas, South Florida, <laughs> Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, Kentucky, Chattanooga, Auburn. Alabama le- has a legitimately difficult schedule compared to Georgia. Texas is comparatively, ranked, yeah. Yeah, Texas is ranked 11th. Ole Miss is 22. Texas A&M 23. LSU is number five. Tennessee is 12. And then, yeah, yeah. I mean, in USF, I mean, they're they're not a pushover school. No, no. I still, I think Bama drops two of these. Honestly, yeah. But see, I, this I is, think Bama loses two. This is the shit that pisses me off, right? So, like, Georgia plays the, only has those two ranked opponents the whole season. Alabama has five ranked opponents. Alabama has one loss to an AP Top 25 school, and Georgia goes undefeated with a much easier schedule, and Alabama gets the boot. But that's kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I feel like Alabama's not what they used to be, though. Oh. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh no, I'm totally with you, but I just mean that for like any school. Like you know, you know how it is. Like the the Big Ten gets it all the time because the powerhouses in the Big Ten are consistently ranked in the top twenty five, and they get punished because they play each other. That's not really fair. Yeah, like Penn State, Ohio right. State, Michigan, um, Wisconsin. Those schools all play each other every year, and then only one of them ends up coming out of the Big Ten because they all have losses against each other. Yeah, because like I mean, five, I feel like. <clears throat> no, go ahead. There's certain schools too. There's certain schools too in the Big Ten that, regardless of they're nationally ranked or how bad of a season they're having, they can still take out anybody. Like yeah. you see that with Michigan State constantly. Who, you know, despite the fact that they, you know, they may be underwhelming, they may have two losses, they can still go in and take out a big team. Yeah, that's just I, because there's that rivalry there. Yeah, Michigan State's that way, and then Purdue and uh, Iowa, like those schools are no joke. Yeah, Indiana. Indiana's another one that yeah. tends to be show up when they feel like it, I guess. It's only going to get worse with the I mean, Ohio State's Ohio State's or the Big Ten's got three teams in the top ten. Yeah, because they got Penn you State know, at number seven. Yeah. So I mean I feel like the I feel like a one loss Big Ten team, especially like we saw was it last year with Michigan and Ohio State, like Michigan was undefeated. Ohio State lost one to Michigan. Right. Like, both teams should be in that playoff, especially since the Michigan game ended up being a blowout at the end, but that score was not indicative of what how close it was actually in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because so, that only happens because Ohio State's doing crazy shit to try and catch up. Yeah, that's all it really was. And at the end of the day, like, I feel like, I don't know, I think, the Big Ten head-to-head is better than the SEC, but the SEC has, for the longest time, has had the Bamas, the Georgias, and the LSUs that have always been, you know, consistently good. That I honestly, I would take any Big Ten team against any SEC team all day, every day. That's fair. I mean, you've got... You've got teams, you know... Like I said, you got three top ten teams. You've got Iowa and Wisconsin who are in the top twenty-five. So you got five ranked teams going into the season. Which I'm gonna be honest with you, these preseason things don't mean shit. No. None of these standings mean anything till week four or five. Right. Um, you know, I think you've got to look at that, especially too, and like the committee. I know the committee has always had a bias for the SEC, and probably forever will. But I feel like if you get a you have two one-loss Big Ten teams, and then you have, say, Georgia loses. It won't happen this way, but those two teams should make it ahead of Georgia. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I you know what I'm saying. I think it should follow the like the basketball route when you have like tied records. Like strength of schedule should absolutely come into play. <clears throat> like you shouldn't be oh, rewarded. 100%. You shouldn't be rewarded because you only had two ranked opponents versus another school that had five ranked opponents and they ended up losing one of those five games and you lost one of your two. Yeah. Like, I'm saying, like, if you go and you get blown the fuck out by an unranked team, you know, you shouldn't be... You shouldn't... Like, that one loss should carry a lot of weight. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. You know? So are you, you're basically, I mean, are we predicting a two big, 
I don't think they'll do a a two conference final, will they? they? They've never done that. Have they ever done a final four where it's or a college football playoff four where it's been only two conferences? Well, last year you had who was it? TCU, TCU's in the what? TC- They're in the SEC. Are they in the SEC? I thought they were the Big Twelve. They might be the Big Twelve. Yeah, they are the Big Twelve, yeah. And they got shown exactly why they're in the Big 12 in that championship game. Yeah, well, because Michigan had a stroke. Um, yeah. No. Because who did... Brian's girlfriend's a nut. Did, who did Georgia play in the first round? Ohio State. So it was two Big 10 schools, SEC, and then Big 12? Yeah. So I think... Yeah, and Ohio State missed that field goal to fucking... Yeah. Win it. I think yeah. I think that the committee doesn't like to do that as much as it probably could be. Like I looking at these schedules and looking at these teams, like I very well could see, you know, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and LSU being the college football playoff, but they won't do that. They're gonna throw in like an ACC or a Big Twelve school. And I mean, if see TCU is hard because. What's what did TCU's schedule look like last year? Was there they played a couple ranked teams, didn't they? Yeah, they played like Oklahoma and Texas and um they, they ran the gauntlet and then they played <clears throat> They had a hard matchup going into the game against yeah. Michigan. I know that. Yeah, they played Kansas State so... <clears throat> and they lost to Kansas State in overtime in the Big 12 final. And then they played Texas, who was ranked 25. Um, and then that was that was it. They played Colorado, Tarleton State. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Tarleton? Yeah, was, Tarleton. <clears throat> was last year the first year Bama wasn't in it? Yes, since its inception. Yes. Since they went to the playoff format, yes, is the first time. 65 to Damn. 7 they lost to that's brutal. <laughs> uh they barely got by Baylor. I could yeah, it's it was an interesting choice. I think the only reason they got in is because um they lost in their championship game and Clemson lost in the regular season. I think that was the only reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough, man, cuz I'm glad they're expanding it out to 12 because Jesus. When you only have 13 games to prove think- yourself. Yeah, and that's and that's the hard thing is there's always teams that say like I remember like I said Ohio State's first time getting it the first year, um, Ohio State got the four seed and they were like you know Ohio State doesn't deserve it blah 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 and they end up winning it all and I think opening it up like that would be more beneficial, but I think we need to look at need to look at who we're putting in it too you know what I'm saying like don't put in you know, two ACC teams for the sake of having two ACC teams. Like, give me the top, give me the best. Yeah, if you're going to expand to 12, rankings, it, should be, it should be the AP top 12. Like and when you do those rankings, like, you know, you got, say you got Bama, who's got a loss, right? So you got Bama, who's got a loss, and then you have, you know, uh, uh, ACC school who's undefeated. Honestly, I think 
you should look at strength of schedule. Yes. Because if Bama's playing nobody, they shouldn't be number two or number three. Right. You know, even if they got the one loss, put them at the bottom where they belong. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see, give me, give me strength of schedule. Right. And then we can go from there. Because I'm tired of, like, seeing, like, Georgia this year. Their strength of schedule is trash. Of course they're going to be number one. Of course they're going to go undefeated. Yeah. But if they ain't playing anybody, who gives a shit? You know, if they're playing three teams in the top 25, if they're playing 20, 19, and 23, and they eke out wins in those games by two or three points, like that's to me, that's not the number one school in the nation. Right. You can't. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the the assumption is if Georgia goes undefeated, they're going to be number one. Right. But should they be? You know, I mean, if you look at – Let's just look at Ohio State's because I had it pulled up because I was peeping earlier today. Um, Ohio State, I know they start on Indiana. Mm-hmm. And then they go to Youngstown, tune-up game, Western right. Kentucky, tune-up game. But then they got 13 Notre Dame. Yep. Um. They got Maryland, Purdue. Then they got Penn State at seven right now. Wisconsin at nineteen right now. And they're on the road at Purdue, play... which is important. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They got Rutgers on the road at home against Michigan State, at home against Minnesota, and then at Michigan in the big house, baby. So say, let's just say for say for, for numbers' sake, they come out of that with one loss. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would still put them ahead of Georgia undefeated. Yeah. Especially I mean, a, if you're considering the fact that their loss would be like to probably like Penn state, Wisconsin, or Michigan. Like, yeah. Know. Yeah. Like a one loss. If the one loss is to a ranked school or even and if let's they, be honest here, in typical Ohio state fashion, their one loss will come to fucking Purdue. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, I understand, like, if you lose to an unranked school, you should fall out of the top ten. Yeah, oh, yeah. Top five minimum. But I've seen years where Ohio or, uh, Alabama lost to um, a ranked school, but they lost by, like, 10 or 15, and they only dropped one spot. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, there's a huge bias in it, and I think – when it comes to college football playoffs, we can, you know, we can sit here and say, oh, they say, well, the eye test, the eye test, the eye test. Okay, well, I can look good playing against fifth graders. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> and I understand it's a team sport. You still have to show up and do those things. But if Bama's blowing out fucking nobodies or Georgia's blowing out nobodies and then they, you know, lose by 20 to a ranked school, that should tell you wherever they're ranked at, they're not deserving of that rank. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's to me, that's the one thing I hate is like, you'll see Bama lose by two or three to an unranked school and then lose by 15 or 20 to a ranked school. And then I was, they're still in the top 10. Right. Like, last year, I think they had two losses and they were still being talked about getting into the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think there's what game was it that finally took them out? Alabama last year? Think- they had yeah. they had two think, losses last year. No, I know. I'm saying like they were. I do remember them being talked about like getting into the college football well, playoffs. Well, yeah, because people were like, "Oh, was, is a two loss Alabama worse than a one loss TCU?" 
but they ended up getting. Uh, let's see who they lose to. Yeah, because they lost to, the LSU was loss was the one that knocked them out. That's lost, what it was. They lost to Tennessee and they lost to LSU and they lost to those two schools by a combined four points. Jesus. Yeah. So was it one and three or were they both two? It was one and three. They lost 52-49 and 32-31. And then they went Jesus. into the Sugar Bowl and beat Kansas State 45-20. to Well, I mean, if you look at their schedule, right? Yeah. They did play – they played some decent teams last year. Yeah, they played Texas, they one, which they snuck by. And then two, three, four. They played five ranked teams last year. Four in the regular season, then the bowl game. Where's where's the one? When they played Mississippi, Mississippi was ranked. Oh, did they? Yeah. When they when Because yeah. this is all this is all postseason rankings. When they played Mississippi, uh, yeah. it was a it was a five it was a no, the, it was a I think it was a three versus a fifteen. But yeah, so they 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 had a tough schedule last year, and yeah, it's a gong show. It's tough, it, which brings me to like my next point, which was obviously like conference realignment. I mean, it, when we're talking this and we're talking these matchups. This is exactly why USC, Cal, or no, UC, USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington are going to go join the Big Ten. This exact this is exactly why this conversation we're having. I mean, if they want the competition, come do it. Right. Um, I I think it's going to be, I think the first few years for them, they're going to realize that, hey, you know, maybe this wasn't the best idea. But, you know, it's one of those things where if the more more teams they play that are ranked or the more teams they play that are quality despite ranking, Mm -hmm. you're forced to look at them, you know? Right. And that's the thing. I think it's good for the Big Ten overall. Oh yeah, I do too. I think that I think that the Big Ten is putting itself in a position to be like number two to the SEC. But I think the direction we're going, and and it's been talked about across the sports landscape, is like a basically like one big power conference with like uh, promotion and relegation. So they'll have like basically like how they have FBS and FCS. They'll basically have like the main conference, which is like 48 teams. And then like below them, they'll have the other 48 teams. And then the best teams move up and the worst teams move down. And that's how they're going to do it. Cause then you get rid of playing, you know, UC Santa Barbara on week two. Yeah. I just, I, I hate these tune up games. These colleges that are playing nobodies. I hate like, it. I know why. Cause like those schools get, a hefty sum of money for like yeah. for like doing it, and it's good. It's good exposure for them because like, who the hell's gonna know that like 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 I was just saying like Tartle like who the fuck knows that school exists? Zero people, but they're gonna play Alabama on national television, and the people are gonna be like, oh, I didn't know that was a school I could go to, and then they're they're gonna get curious and look at that's how their enrollment goes up. I get it, but it's stupid. Yeah. This should be preseason. Like that should be those games should be like college football's preseason. Like Alabama's gonna go out and they're gonna pay Middle Tennessee, they're gonna play UAB and they're gonna play like fucking Stetson and that's their preseason. Yeah, but there's here's the thing though, those Where colleges the fuck are gonna did want Stetson just come from. I don't know. Georgia. <laughs> no, Stetson <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Stetson Bennett. No, Stetson University. Yeah. Uh the uh 
Atlantic coast of Florida, down by Daytona. Huh. I'm lo- I'm looking at the like FCS and the Division Two coaches polls right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just confused with some of these teams. Yeah, it's a, the FCS so, is brutal. So the SEC is getting Oklahoma and Texas. Yes. Uh, the Pac-12 is still going to have Cal, Oregon State, Stanford, and Washington State. Not for long. Stanford. And, no. Stanford and Cal are going to go to the ACC. Yeah. The- that's got a that Pac-12 is going to be no longer. It won't exist. Um, Big 12 is getting Arizona and Arizona. Arizona, State. yep, Colorado and Utah. Yep. And then Big Ten's getting Oregon, UCLA, USC, and Washington. Yeah. I mean, at this point in time, like the pack, the Pac-12 is going to be four teams just playing each other for shits and giggles. I mean. You know, right? Who was it? Was it UCLA last year or USC that had a really good year? They almost made it to the playoffs. Actually, it was USC. It was USC. It was USC. They're on the they're on yeah, the up and up now. USC, yeah, yeah, they're on the up and up now because they're out of their ten year probation from Reggie Bush. Oh uh, yeah, that'll do it. So I mean, I think give him back his Heisman. Yeah. What what did he get in trouble for? He was just taking money, right? Well, yes and no. So that's that that's the reason he's suing him because they they said he was pay for play, but he basically took out a loan and then didn't pay it back. <laughs> so it's tough to call so, it like, pay for play because if he didn't go to the NFL, he would have had to pay it back. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's half of America does that. Yeah, that's why that's, we have. A, you know what I'm saying? That's why our economy is teetering on the edge. <laughs> Uh, minor details. Um, <laughs> We're fine here. <laughs> We're fine. I think. I think honestly. I think anybody who's had any titles, um, awards, anything like that removed for taking money, now that they have nil, all those should be given back. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you pretty much said it's okay to pay college players, and now actually we're cheering it on. You know, you have schools like Bama who are like. Yeah, our starting quarterback's going to make fucking $175,000 a year just by playing quarterback for Bama. Right. All those awards need to be given back. I agree. And we need to take away the asterisks next to him. I mean, you look at Reggie Bush, regardless of the money, he was one of the best college football players for two years, three years. Yeah. I mean, years he played, you know, you that Heisman, he deserves it back. Did you, I mean, just speaking on that, did you see what, Jim Harbaugh's suspension is for? I did not know no. Jim Harbaugh was suspended. He's suspended. He's It's a self-imposed suspension for the first three games of the season. And it stems yeah. It stems from the fact that he, like, took a kid to lunch and paid for him without, like, represent, without telling the NCAA. So he said, I'm suspending myself for three games? Well, the the NCAA said they were going to suspend him, and then there was, like, some, like, weird clause that made it so that way they something happened and then Jim Harbaugh was like, cool, then I don't have to be suspended. Then Michigan was like, no, why don't you do this? is like the best team we've ever had. Like, why don't you just sit out the first three games where we don't need you instead of being suspended like later in the season? He was like, okay. Honestly, I like the move. It's kind of smart, but taking a player out to lunch, who gives a fuck? 
But that's like the petty shit. It's dumb shit like that the NCAA like goes after. Like they're making billions while these kids can't get a free sandwich. Yeah, like, come on. It's dumb. But you know what I'm saying? But in the NFL, you do that. The team's taking you out to a fancy ass dinner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. When when you're a free agent, they're going to take you to a steak dinner and beg you to come play. What lunch is worth that much money? And also, they always seem to punish the team that isn't relevant to it. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, after, for instance, like, after Reggie Bush graduated, like, all those kids at USC got punished because Reggie Bush did something wrong. Like, so the kid who's a freshman when Reggie Bush graduates, no, like his team becomes irrelevant and slides the face of the earth and the coach quits because Reggie Bush did that. That's not fair. Like, no, but, that's, we're getting into a whole different topic. I'm going to, I'm going to push us along here. <laughs> um, I'm going to go through conferences. There was also another self-imposed ban for a whole, uh, the whole school, uh, banned themselves from bowl games for this year. Which school was that? Arizona state. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that they weren't. They weren't getting one anyways. Like, Still, it, it, well, I get it. it. I, I Arizona yeah. State self-imposes bowl ban. Um, this that acknowledges the severity of the evidence in the ongoing NCAA case against the school's football program. Oh, Honestly, that'd be like something with Herb like, Edwards. That'd be like Duke going, hey, listen, uh, we bought a guy a lunch, so we're just, you know, this college football playoff, we're going to sit it out. Like, bad news, you were sitting it well, out anyway. Like, a bowl ban is different because anybody who gets six wins gets an invite to a bowl. Fair. Like Syracuse went to a bowl. You know, like, um, so I'm going to go. I'm, I, I have this fun little article that is a prediction. Hold on. Before you do this, yep. Syracuse, if you're listening, Join the Big Ten so I can watch Ohio State an hour away from my house every other year. Carry on. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm pretty confident that the university or Syracuse University and anybody associated with their athletic department is not listening to this. But yeah, what he said. Um, so speaking of the ACC, um, this little this little article here kind of goes through a quick overview of each conference and then predicts winners and losers and. Uh, it gives us a nice little little talking point. So the ACC, um, the prediction for the champion of the ACC is Florida State. Um, and then they're saying that the coach on the hot seat is Dio Babers of Syracuse, our boy. And then... <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and they're, they're saying that the, uh, the September 23rd matchup between Florida State and Clemson is going to be like the conference decider. They basically they have Clemson at eleven and one and Florida State at ten and two, but they have them beating Clemson in the uh ACC championship. Hmm. So they're gonna they basically have Florida State or Clemson beating Florida State in September, but then losing to them later on in the year. So uh do you have any thoughts on that? Not really. I don't follow ACC football that much. That's fair. I mean, it really it it really is just football. It really is just Clemson and uh, Florida State. I mean, you got Notre Dame, but they're football independent, right? So, they're, like, a, they're ACC Notre for Dame Olympics. The ACC. They are in the ACC for Olympic sports. And they're in the Big Ten for hockey. No, they're not listed on the ACC. Did like, you? I'm. I'm on the 
FBS and they're not listed as part well, of the you're, ACC. Because you're in football. They're a football independent. Oh, so they just kind of wherever. Yeah, yeah, so they're independent for football, but then they their Olympic sports they put into the ACC, and then their their hockey team plays in the Big Ten. Because if you look up the ACC men's basketball, Notre Dame's logo is right there. Um, Honestly, I'd like to see Notre Dame join the Big Ten. I think it's a natural home for them. But um, so yeah, so you you. We're all on the same page. We're we're cool with uh, with Florida State winning the ACC. <laughs> Not that any of us really pay attention to the yeah. ACC. Um, they do have Syracuse at seven and five. So here's to hoping. Ooh, here's to hoping. <laughs> seven and five probably keeps Dino Baber's job. I think if they go, I think if they go under five hundred, he's gone. What is their What is their schedule? Colgate, Western Michigan, Purdue, Army, Clemson, North Carolina, Florida State, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Pitt, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest. Syracuse is up against more ranked teams than Georgia is. God bless. <laughs> remember, right. do you, you guys remember last year when people thought Syracuse was going to like run the table? Well, they did the, the year before. They were like ranked for a minute. Well, what was the year that they started out like? Six wasn't that about last year? They went like six and zero, and then lost six straight. Ago. Was it two years ago? Yeah, they lost. No, it was last year. Yeah, no, it was last year. Oh. They lost to Clemson, and then fucking oh. the hinges just came off the fucking door. Yeah, like they, they just the wheels came off the wagon. Or they were <laughs> this is not great. Um, no, I could see them. I could see it. they're going to go over five hundred. I can see that easily. I mean, let's. So, fucking uh, ACC, unless dude, you're playing Florida State or Clemson. Honestly, the fact that Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State are all in the same division is criminal. Um, yeah, I don't like that. So, the Big Ten breakdown you're you're gonna hate this, but the the predicted champion is Michigan. Fair. However, offensive player of the year is Marvin Harrison Jr. That one hundred percent. That dude is a fucking animal, just like his fucking father. Yeah, but he's a betrayer. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we'll get over it. I'm just kidding. Did Marvin Harrison go to Syracuse? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, he, could you imagine what Syracuse would be with Marvin Harrison Jr. Like <laughs> relevant? Yeah. Still last in the ACC. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So there's a pretty much universal consensus that this is Michigan's year. It's 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 title or bust. Um, they have. I mean, that, you've got to look at mine too. Ohio State's quarterbacks quarterback is gone. Yep. You know what I'm saying. So your fresh quarterback. I mean, I think when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's going to be Michigan Ohio State. It's going to be that last game, no matter what. Yep. But so. They have nobody undefeated in the in the Big Ten. They have Michigan losing on the road in Penn State, which is fair. Happy Valley's hard to play in. Um, yeah. And then they have Ohio State's only loss being at the Big House, which is also like no road game in the Big Ten is fun. Um, no. They got Penn State. So and in the East, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, all double digit wins. Michigan, Ohio State, eleven and one. Penn State, ten and two. And Penn State's two losses are. Michigan and Wisconsin because they're both on the road. Or not Michigan, Ohio State and Wisconsin. Um, 
Oh, it says Ohio State fans will be steaming mad about a third straight loss to Michigan. Yeah, we will be. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Wisconsin wins the West. Wisconsin has no competition in the West. Their only competition is Iowa, and Iowa's not as good as Wisconsin. Anyways, um, so they're going out and saying that the Texas is going to win the Big 12 in their last year. Um, I guess. I mean, who's who's really there to beat them? Texas Tech. Kansas State is also, they brought most of their team back last year. They were 14 last year. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, Oklahoma is like a shadow of their former self. Did you know that Cincinnati's in the Big 12? I did know that. I, I didn't. Today I learned. I do now. Yeah, I was going to say, what the fuck? Yeah, but Cincinnati is kind of a far cry from where they were when they when they won that when they were in the American what was America East where they were were they in the Big Ten or Big Big East? Can't remember. I don't remember. But yeah, they did. They had like those those five years where they were like relevant, and they fell off the face of the earth. Um, yeah, I'm not going to argue with the Big Twelve. They're it's pretty much I I get it. Texas, Texas Tech. Kansas State, Oklahoma, TCU, UCF, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Kansas, BYU, Iowa State, Houston, Cincinnati, and West Virginia. What the fuck is West Virginia doing in the Big 12, man? Losing. That's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can we talk about Tulane being ranked 24 real quick? Yeah, I mean, dude. Jesus. Credit where it's due. But that's down 15 points from where they were last year. They were They were almost in the top 10 last year. Well, down did not expect to see that. Down 15 to 20. Yeah, you're right. They were in the top 10 last year. Well, they're in a conference for the Navy, so. Listen, they don't just hand out top 10s, James. Don't be a fucking bitch right now. (laughs) Um, USC winning the Pac-12. They play one less ranked team than Georgia does. Yeah, see, we're, we're, we have a recurring theme here. I, I, you know what? I honestly, for the content's sake, I really appreciate you guys coming back to that. I appreciate that a lot. Um, back to what? Georgia playing nobody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh wait, just wait. How many ranked teams does Georgia play? One, two, two, two. Yeah, so Tulane plays at least one ranked team. So, I don't know. They go undefeated. They could probably be the number one team too. Hello. Hello. I'm here. Oh, it got it got quiet real quick. I just didn't know what was happening. Um. Well, no, I was just jumping to the Pac-12. They got USC winning that, which just for yeah. Me. The only loss they have USC having is at Notre Dame, which, like, that makes sense. Um, if you if if USC wins that game, they run the table. They're gonna go undefeated and go into the college football playoff. That's it. SEC. I'd like to see USC get in. Georgia at twelve and zero because they fucking play nobody. <laughs> That's such bullshit. I don't even give a fuck, dude. Fuck. You, you, you go to a national championship. You should be forced to play 
at least three or four ranked teams. And I'm not talking like bottom feeders. I'm not talking 23, 24, 25. I'm talking top 10. It's just utter bullshit. F12 so far. I can't wait to hear all their... I can't wait to hear all the fans say, go dogs every week. Shut the fuck up. They ain't playing anybody. Right. <laughs> D-A-W-G-S, baby dogs. <laughs> go dogs. Yeah, okay. They're not spelled dogs first, fucking losers. So, Nico, what article are you reading? For what? I didn't, because you said you had, like, an article up on ESPN. Oh, I'm not reading any articles anymore i was i was looking at all the conferences while you guys while you guys were talking about that oh yeah you're like who plays where <laughs> i'm like what is happening all right so let's let's check out uh, college game days prediction for the college football playoff and that's that's how we'll segue out of this ew herb street you're so fucking lame so Dez has Michigan. Hold on, I have to go to X, formerly known as Twitter, to get the answer for this. Okay, so Dez has Alabama, Michigan. Wait, wait, wait. Is there a different bracket this year? Is there? Yeah, because he has... There must be five teams this year. Is the number one going to get a buy? I don't, I don't know, because I'm looking at the picture of it, and he has Alabama playing Florida State, and then Alabama beating Florida State and playing Michigan, and then Michigan beating Alabama, and then Michigan playing Texas. That's his bracket. And then Pat McAfee has Alabama beating Michigan, beating Georgia. <laughs> And then Kirk Herbstreet has Alabama beating Michigan, then beating Ohio State, and then playing Georgia. So, I don't know. I feel like I know less about this than I did when I started. I know that much. College football, they expand to 12 next year. Right. I know more because I knew nothing to begin with. Let's see what Paul Feinbaum, the perennial Big Ten hater, has to say. He's got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama. Yeah, there's five teams this year. There is? Well, there's two teams getting a bye. Three and four. What, three and four will play each other in the first round, then winner plays two, and then winner plays one? I think. There's no... There you go. Oh my god. This is so confusing. The pretty much universal statement that I'm seeing is that Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan are in, and then depending on Alabama's performance, it could be Alabama, Clemson, or USC. Which go blue, you know? You know, James, go blue. So there's, fuck you. First of all, fuck blue. 
Second of all, there's only four teams. So okay. they might just be picking the five teams they think could make it. Oh, I see. Okay. So, yeah. So pretty much universally, they're saying it's going to be a repeat of last year with the possibility of Alabama being knocked out for USC or Clemson. Yeah. We're not the same four teams as last year because obviously TCU got in last year, but Alabama replacing TCU. So, like we were saying, two and two, Big yeah, Ten. Two and two, which I've never seen him do that, so we'll see. But I think that's the the easy pick, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I hope fucking Georgia gets blown out by an unranked team and just fucking falls out of it. I'm shocked that people are so heavy on Alabama, though, considering that LSU is on the up. Yeah, and Tennessee. Right, like if I was going to pick an an SEC school outside of Alabama, I would definitely go LSU. Or outside of Georgia, I would probably feel stronger about LSU. I think if I'm I think if I'm predicting right now, I'm going Georgia finishing as the 1, Michigan finishing as the 2, Ohio State finishing as the 3 and LSU as the 4. I think you put I think it could be either Georgia or LSU, or not Georgia, um, Tennessee or LSU in that four spot. You're high, you're, you're high on the Vols, huh? Yeah. I respect that. It's been a long time coming for them. That's true. Then again, with, with Hooker gone, it's kind of, you don't know. That's the thing. Like That's why Ohio State this year I'm kind of unsure about because we do have – a new quarterback, and you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just don't know how it correlates. Right. And we lost two receivers in the draft. But not that JSN counts because he hardly played last year. But do you want to see what DraftKings has to say about it? About top ten or top or college football playoffs? Yeah. What do they got? Let's find out. So they got Georgia at plus two twenty, uh, Alabama at plus six hundred, Ohio State at plus seven hundred, Michigan at plus eight fifty, and LSU at plus twelve hundred to win the whole thing. First of all, every that. time I see a picture of Stetson Bennett, I want to punch him in the fucking face. Oh yeah, Why? he's because he's in the, he's in college football, playing college football at 38 years old. So, like, <laughs> what does that mean? 38 years old. He's he's like what 26? He's dude. He's older than the rookie quarterback. What you know? He's older than like somebody who's been starting in the NFL. I think he's older than Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's Stetson, 25 years old. Stetson Bennett 25 is 25. Yeah, so Jalen Hurts is 25. Jalen Hurts is 25 and has been to a Super Bowl and been in the league for three years. Stetson Bennett is 38 years old and is just fucking now getting drafted. You know what's funny, though? It's I look at Stetson Bennett. I that? look at Stetson Bennett, and when I look at him, I immediately go, oh, he looks like he owns property. So in today's <laughs> world, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, he looks like he owns he, property. He's, he looks at least 35. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, if he walked into, like, if I saw him in public, I'd be like, oh, that guy's a stockbroker. I wouldn't be like, oh, he's a college football quarterback. <laughs> he's definitely got his own house he paid for. Well, yeah, he's a fourth. Like, the only way you become a fourth is if you're either A, really poor, or B, really rich, and you went to Georgia and smoked cigars, so it's definitely B. <laughs> No, I'm talking about like when he was in college. I looked at him. Like, oh, he definitely owns property. He's in Georgia. He he's got a house, two car garage. <laughs> him and his wife live there with their four kids and three dogs. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The dude's, <laughs> yeah, the dude has a family because he's a grown ass man yeah. playing college football. Meanwhile, he's six years his younger name than is me. Fleming. No, it's not. That's a joke. That's got. I don't. No, 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 no. Stetson Fleming Bennett the fourth. No. Oh yeah. No. The ranch house. <laughs> that that is a legacy. Why? Why? Tell me why he sounds and looks like a Yellowstone character. <laughs> Apparently, his nickname is the Mailman. Wow. Because he looks like he is one. For delivering mail, I don't. Uh, this is we're gonna Before we're gonna we're gonna get off the rails here. <laughs> yeah, that's how he paid for college. He actually works for USPS. <laughs> for it all. Uh, I hate it here. Anyways, so yeah, so Georgia... the worst part is, is I got six years on this fucker. Right. Yeah, well, I was gonna say we're all we're all talking shit. We're all older than him, um, right? So yeah, we got Georgia, we got Michigan, we got Ohio State, and then we have a three way tie for who's gonna get in. Good I like that. Lord. Go Georgia, way to go! Go go play the fucking Pop Warner squads, then walk your way into a national championship. I hope we get fucking blown out in the playoffs. How fun! All right. Well, um, it pisses me off because Ohio State was a field goal away from just smashing the shit out of TCU in the playoff, being champions. Do we do we want to talk about Heisman at all? No, because it's going to change six times before the fucking season ends. I mean, you can't really tell Heisman until three quarters away through the season. Right. Who's the early predictor for the Heisman? I don't even know. It's it. Apparently, it's. Uh, Caleb Williams for USC. Is, is Caleb Williams to go back to back? Yeah. Caleb Williams, Jordan Travis, Jaden Daniels, Blake Corum, Michael, <laughs> Michael Penix, Penix. I hope it's Penix. Um, I think it's Penix. Bo Nix, Drake May, and Quinn Ewers finish out the top ten. The the top five I'm seeing are Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, Drake May. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. and then Blake Corum. Dude, Ohio State's had enough Heisman's. Let somebody else win. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna go put like twenty bucks on fucking Marvin Harrison Jr. because fuck it, why not? MGM has Matt plus two thousand. There you go. Our quarterback's right above that at plus 2,002. Might as well. J.J. McCarthy's at plus 1,600. You want to? Marvin Harrison is plus 1,800, according to this. 
I'm on uh, MGM. I'm on ESPN. Yeah. Okay, well, that concludes college football. We're going to move on. Okay. So we're going to discuss baseball, uh, Shohei Otani, and um, his inevitable Tommy John. Number two. Yeah, number two. Did you um, see Angels? the Angels GM said Otani declined MRI weeks before tearing UCL? Yes, and he also like had cramps that week or something like that, and they were, like wanted to like look at something, and they were like, nah. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. You think, so you think in a, you guys, I asked earlier, you guys said that you didn't think it was going to affect his next contract at all. Did you say that? I think it does. I think it does heavily now knowing that it's the second Tommy, it'd be his second Tommy John, if he even gets it. I think it's going to cost him a hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's that really? seems to be the number. Yeah, because like pre- before this, they, everybody was what was the number? Nico was like six hundred million. Uh, I heard I've seen his valuation at seven hundred and eighteen point six million. Okay, for so, like a ten-year contract. Right, and now now they're talking like five and a half. Yeah, that that seems to be a safe number. Yeah, so I mean, you're talking. You, you, he lost close, close to two hundred million dollars in this injury, which is fucked. But I mean, that's how the game goes, right? I mean, although we look at, you can look, you can look at players who have had the Johns. You got Nathan Avaldi, uh, Jamison Tyone, Daniel <clears throat> Hudson. Yakeem, so okay, so I don't know. Chris Capuano, and then you got guys, those guys came back and did better. And then you got guys like. How many people have more than Chris, one? Uh, there's um, one guy currently that's on his second one already. There's quite a few. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, Shane McLaughlin, Walker Bueller, Dustin May, Chris Shane Paddock, McLaren. and. That's what I said. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Hyun Jin Ryu. I said that Hin- wrong. Hyun Jin Ryu. Yeah. That's oh. what I said there. Hyun Jin Ryu. That's the whitest <laughs> reading of that name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he sounded like, if I hated my dad that name, that's how he'd pronounce it. <laughs> Let's get Steve on the show then. I want to hear him. Uh, I already told it. you guys I'm going to have him on the show when we go to Minneapolis. Perfect. I want I want him to try and pronounce that name over on there. Okay, I'll pull it just up. Just so we you. can compare. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a man who pronounced Yingling Brewery Yang Long. <laughs> well, yeah. 
oldest brewery in the United States. Hand him a fuck, hand him a, a bottle of it, and he he looks at me and he goes, "What's Yang Long?" I was like, "Well, first of all, you're way off." So <laughs> I was tried. like, "I was like, I don't even know where you got Long from. The last letters are I N G." And I was like, "Secondly, it's Yingling," and he goes, "What is this Japanese beer?" I was like, "It's from Pennsylvania." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God bless him. Oh. He tries his best. Steve is a national treasure. He is. He is. He's an all-time great. He's Waterhounds Ryan except Reynolds. To James, minus the sex appeal. He's um, he's Ryan Reynolds minus the sex appeal. He's, he's Waterhounds Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds I don't, I don't minus think he is. I don't think he is. <laughs> I think if anything, he's like Watertown Robert De Niro. That checks out actually. <laughs> Yeah, that that definitely yeah. checks better than Ryan <laughs> I'll go Reynolds. with that. That that checks. Well, I'm just going National Treasures. Ryan Reynolds is Canada, so the picture of Shohei Otani giving people high fives in the dugout with a samurai helmet on is so meta. That's I... their, that's their home run celebration. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Seems a little that's, racist, that's but okay. Celebration. It Everyone seems racist for a Japanese person to celebrate a home run with a samurai helmet. Can you elaborate on that? James? It just feels it just feels racist to me. Why? Because they're like, oh, he's Japanese, he's the samurai helmet. And like there's there's all sorts of traditions like that. Like um <clears throat> Boston does the, the laundry cart, uh Baltimore does the beer bong. Who does the chain? Is that oh no, I think that's football. Yeah, Baltimore does the beer bong. Um The I, Yankees do I that thing we... where they celebrate another loss. They they just kind of walk up to the camera and give it the fucking one love. Yeah, well. but like there there's there's all sorts of celebrations like that all across the MLB. Yeah, well I knew that. I just samurai helmet seems a little weird to me, but I like how it seems weird to you. Why it's culturally appropriate, right? For who? They're in L.A. He For the Japanese. Japanese person. It'd be no different than if you went to go play baseball in Japan. When you hit a home run, you fake like you were shooting up a kindergarten class. Same thing. Culturally relevant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do I cut that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, you cut that. Sure. <laughs> Do I cut that? I don't know. You said it, and then like the serious question of, (laughs) you know what? Leave it in. Leave it in. Uh, Okay. Oh my god! Where the fuck were we? How did we get here? Because I we were, I was looking at Shohei Otani and they had a picture of him in a samurai helmet and I was like that's cool and then Nico's like everybody does that and you were like that's racist and I said why and then you didn't really have a reason you just like I feel like it's racist. 
Oh my god. In American culture, you couldn't think of like eating a burger and getting fat. Like you just went straight to shooting burgers. You went straight to shooting children. Anyways, I mean, so we we all agree <laughs> we all agree this is going to affect the contract, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so gotta... so in in and on the topic, if you are a GM as he's testing free agency, like, do you want to sign him just as a hitter, or do you want to see if he can pitch after he's healed? That was my question. Do you now that he's here? Does he? Now that we're in this situation, does he switch to just hitting? Or do you still play in them both ways? I mean, I would probably take him as hard saying. Yeah, because he's pretty particular in what he wants. I mean, I think he's going to look for a team that's going to let him do both. But I think... So he's had two Tommy Johns. So the third one... Looming. Inevitable if he because, keeps pitching. I mean, you think about it. Pitchers pitch, and then they rest for two or three days. Whereas he goes out and hits the next day, throws the next day. Or is he, he play outfield, or is he just strictly? No, he, he can't can play outfield. outfield. Maybe that's what I was thinking. He can't play outfield. Yeah, he even can play if, outfield. I mean, your body's got to rest after throwing a baseball that hard. Or even even on a short day of three or four innings, you know what I'm saying? You still got to rest those arms or that arm. I don't think I don't think it's worth the risk. If I'm a team, I'm not gonna. If he says I want to play both ways, then I'm gonna say, all right, well, we're gonna cut this contract down a little bit then, because you could be looming on another another uh, Tommy John. You know what I'm saying? You gotta. I don't know. In my mind. Worth paying him because he's probably going to get some guaranteed money. Um, do you pay him the full amount, knowing he's adamant on pitching too? Um, I would strongly advise him to not. If he, for, I guess that would determine the length of the contract. Like if he's going, if he's going to insist on pitching, then I'm signing him for like five years max because he's going to just tear it again. It's a waste of money on my part. I'm not going to give him a ten year max deal. But if he's like, no, I'll just yeah. hit, then he's worth his money. Because at the end of the day, he he's 29 years old. If you give him a long term contract, he's not going to pitch the whole thing anyways. Like, he's not going to be a dominant pitcher at 36 years old. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. No, he could be. Hey, this just in. Yankees lost again. Yep. Jesus Christ. I just, I don't. I'm just watching the golf scores now. Golf Honestly, scores? I can't wait to segue. Yeah, Victor Hovland's about to win the FedEx Cup. Hovland. Hovland, whatever. This kid perpetually looks like he's stoned. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's fucking 22 under, 2 under today. I don't know. You, uh, Xander's right behind him. I mean, he's five strokes back, but... Yeah, five strokes back with 14 to play. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's still... The math ain't Still catchable. Five strokes back with 14 to play? No, but, like... I guess I'm not understanding how fucking Hovland and Shoffley have uh, 198 and 199 shots respectively, but Hovland is ahead of him by five strokes. How did we get on golf? I just said I was looking at the golf scores. Oh, okay. What's the what's the uh, tournament? The FedEx Cup. The Tour Championship. Oh, the Tour Championship. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk about how Morikawa literally broke a course record the first round and then put up 73 in the fucking third round? Yeah. Bruh. James, can we talk about how like you hit a ball straight one home and the next one is 45 degrees to your right? That, I'm just trash at golf. That's all that is. Okay. I'm just saying, yeah, like some, you, sometimes you don't you're on. Time to go golfing with me anymore. Sometimes you're on, sometimes you're off, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, Nico! I figured what? out why that's like that. You got to remember, this is the Tour Cup or the Tour Championship, so they all started with offset um, scores. What do you mean? Like, uh, who was so like, uh, whoever was number one, I believe. Yeah. So let's see. It's right here. So Scotty Scheffler started 10 under. Hovland started eight under. Rory started seven under. John Rahm started six under. Like that. Oh. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. That's why they did that. Is this playing? Oh, shit, it is. <laughs> Anyways, what? oh shit! Off of golf, are we gonna segue? So, what do we? What do we still? Ta- you want still want to talk about Otani? You want to talk about how the Yankees are notoriously trash? What What are you guys thinking? You want to talk about? Fucking, this is, this no, is I was gonna say I wouldn't use the word notorious. They're not his. They're not like a bad franchise. They're just it's bad year. This year is bad. Bad. Oh yeah, it's a it's gong bad, show. Bad. Yeah, we could talk. We could talk. Yanks. They finished under five hundred since fucking the nineties. Like, uh, the first. This is the first time they've lost. Well, thirty-one years since their the last time they had a losing streak that bad. No, eighty-two. I thought. No, it says um. 
Slacking those other years. The Yankees have not finished below 500 since a rookie manager named Buck Showalter guided them to five win improvement. The 76 and 86 in 1992. Um, any rebuild? Blah, blah. Yeah, that was the last time they finished under 500 this late in the season, but I think their last nine game losing streak was 82. Because I, I think it, they True. said when Derek Jeter was eight years old. Yeah, that's 30. So, that's 31 years ago. He's he's over 40. He retired 10 years ago. I know. But if it's... I don't know. The last time they finished under 500 was 1992. That's the year I was born. Right. I'll say it, if so it's 1982, I'm 32, years. and I was born in 91. Yeah, so Derek 40... Jeter was born in 74, so when he was 8 years old, would have been 1982. Yeah, so it's 41 years, sorry. Yes. My bad. Math, <laughs> math and years I'm bad know. at. I don't know why. Yeah, um, I, you're like, he's 38. <laughs> like, no, he's like almost 50. Where's the leak, ma'am? Um... Finland! <laughs> 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 so oh that nine they losing nine straight was that the since 80... that was 1982 yeah okay and yeah, they finished under 500 in 1992 1992 yeah. yes yeah so even if I mean <clears throat> this is a bad season for them you're Hal Steinbrenner sitting in your office this offseason, what are you doing? I'm, because clearly this isn't acceptable for New York. I'm cleaning house. Like, I'm not the, – the, 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 there's the, the talent is there. I don't think the Yankees have a bad roster. I think they're just unmotivated. I think Cashman is the problem. Yeah, I agree. And I think that Boone doesn't do anything to, like, do anything. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, he's just way too nonchalant about everything. Yeah, he just on, doesn't care. He's a great fucking show, like, to get himself kicked well, out of the game. But – well, you put say you're Boone, right? And they're coming and asking you questions. You're not going to put down your players. I mean, they're already down. And I mean, I'm not saying Boone's not the problem, not a problem, but I think a lot of the talent that we have. I mean, first of all, we need new strength and conditioning coaches. What? Because every other week it seems like we somebody's getting fucking hurt. Right. But Cle- what? Clearly, it ain't fucking doing nothing. What the fuck has Aaron Boone done to garner your respect for him? The Yankees have been painfully mediocre no. since he was the manager. I'm not saying no, they finished Boone isn't with more than 100 wins each year, but I'm not saying Boone isn't part of the problem. Nico, you know as well as I do that fucking Yankees that the regular season doesn't fucking matter. What have they done in the postseason? Fuck all. They haven't made a World Series since 09. I understand that. Well, don't come at me with the he's won a hundred games. I mean but with that roster, you should be winning World Series. Right. Yeah, absolutely you should. But and and, and so... what, what part of the season does managing matter in October? That's when managers fucking matter. And he's dog shit. But I was watching a, a John Boy clip the other day. Or somebody somebody asked John Boy, like, if the Yankees decide to get rid of Aaron Boone, do they still do the weekly interviews with Aaron Boone? <laughs> 
<laughs> Are they that he's good? Like, he's like friends of the program, yeah. Oh. No. And I like mean, they, did you see the report that like they everything. Did you see the report that Hal's thinking about bringing back Joe Girardi? Really? Yeah. I don't know if I want For that. What? I don't want Joe. <clears throat> no, I want a guy like fucking Kevin Cash. I want Lovey Smith. The football quarterback? Football quarterback? Football, football coach? coach? Yeah, why not? Coach. He's got a great beard. I think he'd be good in the sidelines. And then the dugout. <laughs> it's not not the sidelines in the MLB. He knows fuck all about baseball, but he looks cool. <laughs> fuck it. His the name Yankees... gets tossed around for head coaches at every fucking year. Why not make it Eric B. Enemy? Yeah, you know what? I'm cool with that. Fuck it. <laughs> the... Professional baseball players don't need a coach. They need a guy who says, get your fucking head out of your ass and reel it in. That's what a football coach does. That's what that's their whole purpose. So put a football coach on the bench and watch the Yankees win 127 games and sweep a World Series. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what would you think? This just did. We just solved, we just solved the coaching crisis. Yeah, hot take. Dun, 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 dun. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Bring back Tory. No, Tori's Tori won't do it. Like I, I would love that, but Tori, Tori's way too happy at the front office of MLB. He loves his job. Yeah, I seen him. I seen him smile. It's weird. I don't like that. I but, know. It's ugly. But uh, it's like seeing Bill Belichick smile. It just doesn't. I don't even think Bill Belichick has teeth. Yo, big time out <laughs> over here. Oh no, I saw him when he said on to Cincinnati. Trust me, that replays in my head daily. Um, see. I never noticed this until the other day. Bill Belichick hasn't been in a Madden since, like, ever. Yeah, I know. Why am I just now catching this? Because you're oblivious to things you don't care about. That's fair. I hate Bill Belichick. Thank you, Cincinnati. Anyways, um, so say you're you're sitting in Hal's desk, right? Who who's the first person you're reaching out for to try and get to come manage the team? I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't think I'd call Derek. I would, uh, yeah, there's like, there's like a pipe dream that they're going to have, uh, Derek Jeter as the manager, Jorge Posada as the bench coach. And then, uh, Alex Rodriguez as the hitting coach. I'm like, there's no way. And then I, Andy honestly, is the I pitching coach. Derek Jeter hates Alex Rodriguez. I think. Jorge would be an excellent bench coach, though. Oh, I think so, too. I think so, too. I think he's... I, a, I think Jorge would be a good manager. Uh, yeah. Call Mariano. No, Mariano, dude. He's another one that's just happy to be retired. I think Mariano... No, I think Mariano gets too close to the game. He's going to try and pitch again. Why don't Why don't you gun for Donnie? Bring back the old fucking legend. How has I mean, he not been a Yankee manager yet? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, him, I mean, I him or I'd say... I'd never see it happen. But. You know who I'd sell my soul for, and I'm being dead ass about this? Who's that? Joe Madden. I fucking love that guy. Really? I love Joe Madden. He took two dumpster fire fucking franchises and brought him to World Series. Where is he? Is he Chicago? He was Chicago. He was Chicago. I don't know where he Isn't is Isn't he now. in Tampa? No, he was in Tampa before. No, that's before. Kevin Cash. Joe Madden oh, is available. Is he, he he is available right now. He is un unemployed. 
Oh. Give me Joe Madden. Plus, he's a ripe he's, he's a ripe age of sixty nine. You know who I want to see just for one year? Who? Sweet Lou. Lou Pinella. Yeah. Just give me one year with him. How old is he? He's seventy nine. He could. He could say he's got to be like a hard out there. <laughs> I I think I think honestly I think it'd be a good idea good idea to try and see if you can coax fucking Buck from the Mets over. Buck show Bring Buck back. Yeah, why not? Let's turn the fucking Mets around. No, he hasn't. Have you looked at the Mets? Uh, they were doing good last time I checked on the Mets, but. That being said, they I haven't been closely like, following baseball because I could feel my blood pressure rise when I watch the Yankees play. The New York Mets are oh wow, never 60 mind. Sixty and seventy-one. Yeah, never mind. Fuck that. They are worse than Washington. Who? The Mets. Oh yeah, they're bad. But I feel like they sold. They went all in and then just fucking sold out halfway through the season. Dude, see, it's a match made in heaven, man. Joe Joe Madden, he uh, he was the manager for Rizzo, and they like love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that'd be a good fit. You could also get uh, David Ross. Yeah, you could get David Ross. He's a bit of a hard ass, but. Well, I think that's what they need right now. Oh, my God. Somebody's got to tell them to pull their heads out of their fucking asses. This is getting a touch ridiculous. I mean, I know the problem is we were spoiled with Yankees baseball growing up. I keep closing the app, so I (laughs) disconnect for a minute. (laughs) Um, But we were spoiled growing up with Yankees baseball. I mean, chronically, they were good. You had, you know, you had the core four. You had then, you know, they started going away, and then you got your CC came in. And I feel like, you know, you, you've, we were spoiled by it to the point where they could finish 500 into us. That's the worst. I mean, the might as well have lost every game. And then you get teams like the Orioles, who, Two years ago would kill for a 500 season. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know who I completely forgot is on the market? Who that? Mike Sosha. The old Angels manager? Yeah. That'd be an interesting one. You know, you know what I'd like to see? If you're going to bring Jeter back, bring him in as GM. No, he did shit with... Why would you do that? He did nothing. Yeah, he was he was nothing in Miami. Miami. He was terrible. <clears throat> yeah, but Miami is a poverty franchise. It doesn't matter. You either have the skill set or you don't. And Derek Jeter does not have the skill set to manage a franchise. He doesn't. Bring in a GM that's a GM. Don't bring in a fucking player. Don't make the mistake the goddamn Rangers did. Chris Drury is a shit GM. 
I mean, I don't know. I just want to see him come in and trade away Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> Do it again. Top 10 GM prospects. I don't know any of these names. Yeah, well, that's because we the... don't, don't fucking follow GMs. <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, Jason McLeod, JJ Piccolo, Kyle Stark. The only one that I know is um, the guy from the Rays, the senior VP. Did you guys see the stats for the Yankees' number one prospect? Spencer Jones? No. No, it's Jason Dominguez. Nope, he's number two. That's not what this says. Their perpetual number one Dominican outfielder, Jason Dominguez, is getting closer. It says it right here in the article, my guy. I was yeah, literally he, he looking at it earlier. He's the number He's the number. Two prospect, according to Pipeline. This is according to USA Today. <laughs> yeah, let's trust USA Today over MLB Pipeline. Yeah, I will. I get to go see him uh, next month. He has a 380 average with a one, one, or 1046 OPS. I, uh... Yeah, their number one prospect is Spencer Jones, and this is on the MLB site. Fine. Yeah, because I don't know what I'm talking about. I think we need. I think we need to bring him up now. Fuck it, get him some fucking playing time. There's, we need something. Stanton's Stanton's got to go. The dude fucking looks at a rock and he fucking breaks his ankle. Right. I mean, you've got to. I think you got to bring up Dominguez and give him a shot with Bader and Judge. I mean, let's be honest here. These next two years are going to be fucking rough for the Yankees. Well, yeah, because we're stuck in a shitstorm with contracts for older players. Like, you got John Carlos Stanton, who's due $192 million through 2027, and yet he's out fucking – you could just throw half that money away because he's going to miss half the fucking time at least. Yeah, and then when he is there, he's going to get hot for three or four weeks, make everybody love him again, and then just in time to shit the bed. Right, and you got DJ LeMahieu, who's who's owed forty five million through twenty twenty six, and Anthony Rizzo, who's owed twenty three million through twenty twenty four. Rizzo signed him to a two year deal this year. Yeah, yeah, but the problem is these dudes are all in their like they're like mid thirties. Right, yeah. I think I think it's great that they finally fucking brought up Pereira and who was it? Peraza. Yeah. What the fuck did we waste our money on Carlos Rodon for? I I don't know. One hundred sixty-two million. Why over do the six Yankees years? always fucking do this shit? They always go get these. Like, look, it reminds me of what the fuck? Jacoby Ellsbury. Jesus. Yep. No. Oh. I remember that. I was in when he made when we made that deal. I was excited about it, and then he fucking he played what thirty games as a Yankee. Like yeah, basically. It's yeah, one of those things where it's like I think I, we're still I'm, paying him. Would not surprise me. I think as the if, if you're the Yankees, you got to stop with the big contracts, and I understand that's what Judge wanted, but Judge is more to the Yankees than the player. You know what I'm saying? He's the captain. 
Now he is. Now he is. But that was the that was the intention. They said when they were offered his contract, like, listen, we want to make you the captain. But so he's more than just the ball player. <laughs> but you have to you have to do something. Because we can't keep signing long contracts to guys who are fucking hurt for three quarters of the contract. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, you know, when the judge trade went, or when the Stanton trade went through, I was like, here's a big bet for to compliment judge. But what has he done since he got here? I mean, honestly, you take away last year's kind of last couple weeks and postseason, he hasn't done shit. So, I mean, you're, you're overpaying for what? For what reason? Yeah. And I think Rodon was I just a huge mistake. Yeah, the problem is is that, like, the stuff I'm I'm reading and the stuff I'm hearing is, like, apologists being like, oh, well, they're all injured, but, like, they're fucking always injured. Mm-hmm. You pay for broken people, that's what you're going to get. Right. You know, Rodon had one good healthy year and we fucking shelled out millions for him for him to what? Get hurt and fucking sit there and pay him to fucking rehab? Like, how's Scranton, you know, how's, how's the Scranton Wilkesbury doing this year? Not great. I'm going through like all the Yankees transactions right now to see what happened. Like who they are. I'm pulling it up. The Rail Riders are currently in third place with a 29 and 21 record. Yep. Call up Shelly Duncan. (laughs) Call up Shelly Duncan. (laughs) Yeah, Shelly Duncan's the manager down there. I know he is, dude. I you know, you know what? He was even a Yankee. You know who needs to be the manager? And I'm going to say this, and I really don't give a fuck what anyone else say because I'm right and I know it. Nick Swisher. So, I would love that. Yeah, of course you guys would. You guys, don't ever. If you, if you ever get an opportunity, if somebody is like high or something stupid like that, and they offer you an opportunity to be a, a GM. Or a director of ops for a franchise, do the franchise a favor and tell them no. Because you guys are awesome. No, I'm Step one. Nick Swisher, what? In God's name. Nick Swisher, great player, great guy. What, how could you possibly consider him in that scenario? Like, I don't get it. I don't know what you think. You just throw names out there because you're what? You want to fuck him? No, I think he'd be a good player's coach. You ju- you are you are a hypocrite, sir. Why you said? Because I was talking about players, coaches, and you're like, they don't need a players coach; they need somebody to get on them. And now you're like, he'd be a great players coach. <laughs> I don't know. I think he can. He could do both. I wish the Yankees would end their contract with Grant Willsbury and sign it with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, so I can buy all their gear. <laughs> Get the Rocket City trash pandas while we're at it. Yeah. Yes. Go for the home if that's run. one we're gonna 
if we're gonna do that, it's trash pandas all day. Well, the trash pandas are double A, bud. No, are yeah, they? So you can oh, okay. do both. Perfect. Perfect. Let's do both. Yeah, we can be jumbo shrimp trash panda franchise. <laughs> and turns out, when you get up to the ma- major leagues, you just drop the panda, and that's what they're playing <laughs> like. The trash cans. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the Astros. Oh, there. Ooh. Sorry, oh, Astro fun. fans. Sorry, Astro fans. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not either. Every second of Fuck, them. Fuck them all. But. Alrighty. Well, what did we learn today, boys? I, I know nothing about college football still. You could have just you could have left it there. <laughs> I thought he was going to. There was such a pause between it. I was like, are we just ending it at that? You should trip everything from here on out. Just cut it and leave it at that. <laughs> I I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I know I know nothing about college football. I don't pay much attention to it. Why I, not though? It's just never been my thing. Dude. I don't get it. Because, like, James can testify to this. When they're sitting there on, like, the big noon kickoff or, like, a 7 o'clock game, and they do the pregame stuff, and the band's ripping, and the crowd's going nuts, or you like, and they do a flyover of, like, Penn State, Happy Valley, decked out in white, or they do, like, Ohio State when they do the blackouts and stuff. And the, it's just not – there's nothing in the, the world only- like it. The only college football I watched was when you decided to throw it on at work. Yeah, but you're in charge of your own person. You could easily be like, what else am I doing on a Saturday? No one's coming into the store. I could turn it on. Yeah, but I don't have any sound to listen to. Like, huh? I can't just throw it on the computer anymore. Yeah, you can. You don't have to hear. You can just watch. <laughs> I guess. You have the. This- you have this cool device too in your pocket. It's called a phone. And what you do is literally just turn it on. It's not that hard. There's nothing more exciting than college football. A bunch of guys who are literally giving everything they have for the opportunity to play on the next level. There's nothing more exciting than that. I suppose, yeah. Maybe you should just try it. I, I, when I say try it, I don't mean watch Syracuse. Right. I mean, literally I, look at a big conference, pick a team. Actually, just look at don't the top even 25 do that. and pick a team. Don't even do that. Just, like, go through the schedule. Because like, if you're going be, to be cash, which is cash right now, it's fine. You can literally go through the schedule and hand pick which game. Like, if you want to watch, like, the college game day game every day, I would suggest watching a big noon kickoff. And I would suggest watching a college game day game because they're going to be the best matchups. And then just watch mm-hmm. them and just take it in. Like college game day, dude, those crowds, so nuts. They're like out there with their signs and shit, just talking uh, shit about each other. What's the Lee Corso that does the fucking helmet picks? Yes. Is he still alive? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. God bless. Don't say yeah with a question mark like he's not old as fuck. I'm not saying he's not. How old Speaking is this motherfucker? People that are old. This dude is eighty-eight years old. Yeah, did you see? Did you see the meme about that? No. 
They're like, my man went as long as he could without going over a dollar. True fashion. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, y'all are wild. (laughs) I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, Lee Corso is 88 years old. Get him off TV. I love him. I do. I thought you were about to say 108. (laughs) No, he's close. You know me, dude. I'm ageist. If you're over 80, you're dead. As far as I'm concerned. Oh, <laughs> um, 80 now? It's been 80. 65. No, I said I wanted to be dead at 65. That's different. There are plenty of like lucid, more than capable people who are between 65 and 80. Maybe it's my life, but I have not met a single 80-year-old who's like capable of like not asking me a million questions about dumb shit. Um, the one game you will have to watch though is Michigan the game. Ohio State. The game. The, the game. game. I made him watch it last year. We watched it on Saturday. Yeah. It's intense. It's at noon, which means he'll be working. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But you and I can watch it together, James. I don't know if you work on Saturdays. I don't. I will be taking that one off. So nice. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, we can record too while we're watching. James, what did you learn? I learned that you hate Nick Swisher. Oh my god, that is inaccurate. <laughs> I don't hate Nick Swisher. I think he it's a shit choice as a, a fucking goddamn. He'd be a great bench coach, just like Jorge. He'd be a shit manager. Yeah. He should be their hitting coach. Whatever. He could be their fucking morality coach. I don't fucking care. He can be like the how to get a hot wife coach. I don't. I, there's a million things he could do. That he could also excel at that one. All right, this is Trev, the general learn? manager. What did Travis learn? Yeah. Uh, I learned that I don't pay enough attention to the college football postseason format. To the point where I was confused, even though I was confident. Um, yeah. Confidently I, confused. I, story I, of my life. I learned that, according to James, using cultural references of your own culture is racist. No. And, well, yeah, just no, that using it. What was that? Him using it. It's not just him. Like, I just, I, in my head, I pictured they were like, oh, what do we celebrate with? And they're like, oh, fucking samurai helmet. We got Otani. No, I think he brought it. I think he used to do it on his Japanese team. Oh, then that makes sense, I guess. Just cultural appropriation, that's fine. Okay. Oh, it's fine now. We yeah. not when we said it earlier. You've been walking Context back you've been walking it. back a lot of shit today, James. Walking yeah, backwards. Well, Your thighs are gonna hurt tomorrow. Maybe I'm the problem. You no, you are. You're, no, it's not yeah, you you are. It's that's not up for debate. Okay, you know what? Third thing I learned today, James didn't think he was the problem. So there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Way to skip over number two. You know... I didn't skip over number two. Before before we started this today... Before we started this today, James got got into here making sure his (laughs) microphone worked. And he goes, what do I want to say that'll just fly Travis off the rails? (laughs) (laughs) And it was uh, 
Josh Donaldson could be the reason that the Yankees would be a better team if he was healthy. <laughs> and then what was the other one? Was it defending Cashman's Cashman? not the problem. Yeah, defending yep, defending Cashman. Cashman. Uh, Honestly, dude, the, the, the whole podcast would have, even if I didn't say we were on Discord, they would have figured it out because they would have just heard, doo-doo-doo. I fucking just left the goddamn chat because I, I really I can't take this seriously. If you're not going to take it seriously, uh, Josh. I bring myself. Josh to Donaldson needs to be designated for fucking assignment. Yeah, he's what 36, 37 now. He's thirty. He's, he's thirty fucking bad. Is what he is. <laughs> thirty bad. Nice. Jesus Christ. All right, are we wrapping it up here, boys? Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a show. I I think that's plenty for today. Yeah, that's about an hour and a half. Of oh, I got one more thing I learned. I, I can't wait. So, oh, here we go. Here we go. I learned that when Travis thinks American culture, he thinks shooting up schools. Oh my god! I uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you got me in a box there. I don't. I I no, I'm not gonna fix it. I'm gonna own that. I'm gonna wear it on my head like a fucking headdress. <laughs> All right, because Native Americans can't do that anymore because we like burn them. So I'll do it. So, yeah, stealing their land wasn't up. enough. Stealing anything that brings them pride was just just right. Yeah. Coming up in the next podcast, what are we gonna what are we gonna do? We're we gonna talk fantasy. Are we gonna we could talk fantasy. Lead it off. We're probably gonna have to lead it off with an apology, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apologize to all thirteen people that listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I didn't mean it. If I offended you, I didn't mean to. I'm right, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Probably fantasy. The fantasy could definitely be a topic that we'll discuss because we, we're going to do our draft and stuff, and we're, it's, it's heading into that season. Um, did we, did we uh, determine a, a time for that? Well, they, uh, they, don't need to know, they don't need to know our recording schedule. We do. Right. I'm saying... We're no, did we? We're still recording the fantasy draft. Oh, we still have to coordinate with those guys, right, James? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. In case you don't know, we're oh, doing wow. our fantasy league is with Buzzing with the Boys, who is a podcast that you should also check out. Absolutely. And uh, we're gonna go at it to see who's the better podcaster via fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a six-team league, us versus them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. Honestly, I wish everybody could get mad and we could. You've got it set to it. You got it's. You've got it set to a ten-person league right now. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I got to go in and switch it. It's also private, so no one can join anyways. And if they do, I'll just fucking remove them. I don't give a shit. That's fair. But yeah, alrighty, boys. Yeah, I'll. uh, I'll catch you next time, and uh, till next time, we'll we'll get you up to date next week. Adios. Um,